0: Coming up on today's podcast. All of a sudden, God raises up 144,000 fanatical Jews dedicated to nothing
1: but the gospel. Charisma Podcast Network presents Pastor Larry Huck as he reveals God's prophetic plan for Israel, the Jews and Christians, and shares the historic, biblical, and spiritual reasons for standing with Israel. Now, here's Larry Huck.
0: Joel chapter 2 begins right before the rapture, jumps over the rapture, and comes all the way to the great and terrible day of the Lord, when the Lord returns. When we're talking about... A great revival that takes place before the Lord returns, we're not talking about a great revival that takes place before the rapture, we're talking about the great revival that takes place before the Lord returns, the second coming. How does that great revival take place? When God is blessing Israel and God is giving peace to Israel and Jews and Gentiles, the church in Israel coming together and we're seeing this guys, we're seeing, we're seeing Israel all of a sudden their enemies are becoming their friends for a season. We're seeing that right now. That's what Joel is talking about. But then the rapture takes place, and we jump over, and leaders, wrong leaders in government around the world, are setting this up right now for this great tribulation period. How does this happen? How does this take place for the first time in 2,000, more than 2,000 years? Their enemies are coming to peace with them. It's prophecy. Remember, when Israel becomes a nation, one generation, 1948, Israel becomes a nation. This, we're in that generation. How does this happen that Israel's at peace with their with enemies? There's peace there. There's prosperity. There, the, 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 the vats are over. Everything's going. And that's what this is. It's not just peace with the Arab nations. It's called normalization. In other words, we're going to do business together. We're going to help you, you're going to help us. Watch for Iran, watch for Iran, because I really believe if everything goes the right way, Iran's even going to jump in on this. You, I, I, I told you Saudi Arabia would, everybody said I was crazy. You watch. I, I'm not saying thus saith the Lord, but how do we go from this, man, everything's great, to the rapture. And then we go from the rapture to the beginning of seven years of hell. But at the beginning of that, all of a sudden, God raises up 144,000 fanatical Jews dedicated to nothing but the gospel. Look at this. Go with me to Revelation chapter 11, 1 through 13. Then I was given a reed with a measuring rod, and the angel stood, saying, Rise and measure the temple of God, the altar, and those who worship there. But leave out the court, which is outside of the temple. Don't measure it, for it has been given to the Gentiles, and they, the Gentiles, not the church, the Gentiles will tread the holy city underfoot for 42 months. How long is 42 months? Three and a half years. 144,000 fanatics are rising up and saying, That guy's a false prophet. That guy's the Antichrist. And they're going to rise up, and after three and a half years will be the abomination desolation. He'll be giving Israel free reign to worship at the temple. But there's going to be 144,000 saying, don't believe him, don't trust him. We know what's going to happen. We know what the prophet said. And at three and a half years, he's going to be, all of a sudden, he's going to kick over the altar, and he's going to set himself up on the temple mound. If you don't have the father's name on your forehead, then you're going to have to take the beast's name on your forehead. Verse three, and I will give power to my two witnesses, and they will prophesy 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. How long is 1,260 days? Three and a half years. So right here, The rapture takes place, everything's going good, boom. All of a sudden, we see the Antichrist, the false prophet. The Bible tells us that there's two witnesses dressed in sackcloth preaching in the streets of Jerusalem. And they preach for three and a half years. Israel's the bride. He's preparing the bride. But if you read Revelations, if you read Hebrews, if you read Mark 2... Jesus is ministering prostitutes, tax collectors, and the the religious look at him and said, if he was a man of God, he would know what manner of people these are. And Jesus turned, knowing their thoughts, and said, it's not the well that needs a physician, it's the sick. I'm going to shock you. He said, I didn't come for the righteous. I came for the unrighteous. So amongst the Jews, before Jesus ever died, there were those who were righteous. That's why Revelations, when we talk about the second resurrection, Revelation says they'll be judged for their works. Read Hebrews chapter 11. By faith, Enoch. By faith, by faith, by faith. Who were counted worthy... Before Jesus died, there were the Jews who were living according to the word of God. Not everybody that's a Jew really is living for God. But there are Jews who live exactly the way Jesus teaches to live. They just have not understand who Jesus is yet because of the way the church has treated them. But the Bible says they are righteous. I believe, I might be wrong. That along with us, how many think Moses is going to heaven? How many think Enoch's going to heaven and, and Elijah's going to heaven? Of course they are. The righteous are gone. And their bodies will lie in the street, the great city which spiritually, spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Then those from the peoples and tribes and tongues and nations, watch this, this really gets crazy, will see their dead bodies three and a half days and not allow their dead bodies to be put in the graves. The Antichrist kills the two witnesses. There's a question, who are the two witnesses? Some say Moses, Elijah and Moses, some say Elijah and Enoch, because Elijah was caught up, Enoch was caught up. But the Bible says Enoch would not see death. These two are going to see death. Moses and Elijah were the same ones who appeared to the Lord on the Mount of Transfiguration. Can you imagine in the streets of Jerusalem, they're celebrating that the Christians are gone. They're celebrating that the Antichrist is going to rule and reign. They're celebrating. And then all of a sudden, Elijah and Moses, the greatest lawgiver and the greatest prophet in the history of the world, stands up. In the streets for three and a half years. Why sackcloth and ashes? They're prophesying judgment. And anybody that tries to touch them, fire comes out of their mouth. Oh, that'll never happen. Yeah, and Israel will never become a nation again either. And so after three and a half years of nobody can touch them. Don't you think they're trying to kill them? After three and a half years, they're killed. Their bodies lie on the street, and the Bible says the world is watching them lay in the streets. 30, 40 years ago, that wouldn't have happened, but we got satellites now. And I can tell you, I can see CNN and MSNBC and them... Who are anti-church as it is and anti-Israel as it is. I can see them with their cameras going, ha ha, look at this. Elijah and Moses. But after three and a half days, the Bible says God breathes into them and live on television worldwide, they stand back up. This wasn't possible 30 or 40 years ago, but we got st- we're, we're live around the world right now. And then God says, come up to me. Now, I believe the Antichrist for three and a half years has lied about there's no rapture. How is that even possible? That then worldwide, Elijah and Moses come alive again. And all of a sudden, the voice of God is heard worldwide. Come up to me. And Elijah and Moses are raptured right before the eyes of the entire world. Somebody ought to shout amen. They're lying dead in the street for three and a half days. Look at verse 10. And those who dwell on the earth will rejoice over them and make merry and send gifts to one another. They're rejoicing at the death of Moses and Elijah to the point that they're sending... It's like Christmas. They're sending gifts. Finally, we don't have to hear these guys anymore. And the one we're serving is the one who's really in charge. Verse 11. Now after three and a half days, the breath of life from God enters them, And they stood on their feet, and great fear fell on those who saw them. And they heard a loud voice from heaven saying to them, Come up here. And they ascended to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies saw them. And in the same hour there was a great earthquake, and a tenth of the city fell. And in the earthquake... 7,000 men were killed, and the rest were afraid and gave glory to God in heaven. Guys, this is the prophecy of Joel.
1: Thank you for listening to today's podcast on Standing with Israel with Pastor Larry Huck. Learn more about Larry Huck Ministries, the Hebrew roots of the Christian faith, and how to give a gift today to support and bless the Jewish people at lhmpodcast.org. That's lhmpodcast.org. Or call 1-800-204-6545. That's 1-800-204-6545. Your prayers and generous support are making a difference and helping us to repair a broken world. Join us next week for another Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck.